April 20, 2023. It's a Watford Pedro show.
for Pedro Show. Happy Thursday. Start off with John Coltrane with Dizzy Gillespie. Birdland, live, 1951, unknown radio broadcast. Burks Works. And we had from their debut album, Dumbass Youth, less gum flapping, more squinting because of those software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention. I got Dumbass Youth. Well, two-thirds. One-third can't make it. Hey, Mike. What's up? Hey. Hey, Steve. Welcome aboard. Hey, what? Good to, good to hear you. Yeah, now, I want to know the story of dumbass youth. All three people, even the missing motherfucker, have already been on the show, so we ain't got to go through that again. But we want right. to get, let, let's be in the moment, which is dumbass youth time. How did, How did this band come about? I want to hear what Mike Baguette has to say regarding this first, and then I'll comment. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we uh, I used to live in Knoxville, Tennessee, before I moved to Gainesville, where I live now. And uh, Steve and Evan also are in Knoxville. And uh, I think I found I, – I heard of Steve. This is all kind of centered around Pilot Light, too, that club there, um, Jason Boardman's club, and uh, Stripe Light Records that is putting our record out. Um, but I heard Steve solo – as old man fuck you several times and uh i didn't i didn't know him then but i was definitely enamored with this stranger's uh seemingly endless ability to write like incredibly like genius wordplay and banging the crap out of his four string guitar so i i was like instantly uh enthralled with this guy and wanted to learn like more about what in the world was going on in his mind so uh I think I tried to ply you with like free guitar strings to uh, to talk to me at one point, and uh, unwittingly he he fell into my plan. So, um, but anyways, then I think we did a couple of duo shows, maybe, and then we played a few things here and there. And then at one point we did a gig after Evan moved to town, which which was the three of us. And uh, I thought that was like a real treat uh, playing with those two guys uh, in that way. And so uh, when I was about to move out of Knoxville. Jason uh, Boardman had been kind of on me to do something to do an actual recording in his in Stripe Light Studios uh, in town. And so I in my mind, I was like, well, we should do this group because who knows when this will happen again with me moving. And I want to make sure that this is something we can keep our finger on. And so we made the record and uh, here we are. That's my version. Right. Well, I mean, I was looking to play in a band with a guitar player who, who was very slippery, very proficient. And, uh, you know, Mike Baguetta, he's, he's a guitarist of slippery proficiency. Let's face it. You know, the guy can, uh, he can wiggle his like left hand pinky, like crazy. You know, he can stand in one spot and wiggle around. And so I thought, all right, there's, there's one guy. And then the other guy, you know, he can provoke shit and then keep going with it. Whether it's like four strings or two it doesn't matter and so i thought okay and then mike you know had all those guitar strings and i was like damn you know and they weren't just any guitar strings they were like custom made for him and i thought well if i get my hands on some of mike baguette's strings i could be slippery i could be proficient i can like you know uh wiggle my pinky around 
and I can be quietly transgressive. I can blur the lines between composition and improvisation, and I can, uh, you know, that was it. And then, and then he said, "Well, you're gonna, you can't just do that because I'm doing that. So you got to like bang on shit and spout off, you know, say a bunch of random crap." And I was like, "All right, all right, if that's part of the deal, okay." Yes, Your specialty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, it's a power yeah. trio. Someone had to work the drums. Yeah. Please tell me, what was yeah. the first fucking dumbass youth prac like? We've, we've never, we've never practiced once. Okay, yeah, no first practices. time you fucking played together then, god damn it. On stage. <laughs> On stage at the gig. And, and I think what I liked about the band is that, like, through pretty heavy listening, hopefully, while we're playing, we're kind of crafting the songs in the moment. So the idea is that there is no practice, there is no set form, there is no set words. Steve's got different words for every gig. Uh, Evan and I listen closely and kind of make make the form happen with the drum at the same time. So, yeah. so practice with the band would kind of be antithetical to the idea of the band. I think. Okay, yeah. what was the first fucking gig like, then? It was it was like we faked people out into thinking we had actual tunes. Okay, so kind of a fraudster thing. You got over or what? <laughs> yeah, it, it was a fraudulent vaudevillian like. Mess of uh, foist. Yeah, it was. It was just fun. We're just <laughs> yeah. fun. Would I, would, I, would I wouldn't call it a foist. I'm not that aggro to the audience. Oh, I'm not aggro. I just like to poke fun at everybody, including myself. Because if you don't poke fun at yourself and you're poking fun at everybody else, you're just another fucking asshole being a, you know, making the world suck. So yeah, it's yeah, fun. It's just fun. And that's. And you want to die on that hill? Well, whether or not I want to, I'm probably going to, you know, so might as well accept it. Let the freak flag fly. Look, you gave me this whole roll. You know, you take the K out of punk rock, you got pun rock. Mm. Ah. The pop dimension of the nihilist roll. The pop dimension of the nihilist hole. The pop dimension of the nihilist roll. The pop dimension of the nihilist hole. The roll. The whole, the roll, the whole will, will. As I was saying, the pop dimension of the nihilist roll slash whole, where people pour ink over people spilling blood. People pour ink over people spilling blood. Killing people cutting records, killing people, cutting records, chopping the hit parade, chopping the hit parade, and the most wanted list at the same goddamn time, the most wanted list and the hit parade are chopped at the same goddamn time.
Because the great American substitute for social revolution is murder. The great American substitute for social revolution is murder. Dean Burnham said that. Dean Burnham said that. Dean Burnham said that.
Guys hide in the dark. Blinking and brown. Where have been the days before freezing rain came down? The last month of the year where the colors have fallen.
life and death in the marshes go paw and claw through drought rain frost and thaw
Pedro Show, that truck music style with Dumbass Youth from their debut album, Egg Egg Drop. Yeah. Yep. But this tune is whole slash roll. And the kind where you're playing in a drama, not a chowing piece of bread. Tetsui Akiyama, Makoto Shiro, Susai, and Roger Turner with Yotari, live at Futari, 2013. Then the Smudges. This is a buddy of uh, Nels Klein, right? Jeff Gautier. Wow, who's making all that fucking noise? Kind of thing. Music of Chance in memory of John Cage. Then we had Charmaine Lee with Exuberant Bodies for Yan June from Netherlands. 
Jan Bartlew with Michigan Wood Frog. I think I'm doing spiel at the end of that. Spima.im out of Italy, brand new. Heliotrope. Also, Adavin. This might be a re-release, but it's a new re-release. Drought Shears. I like shears. Fuck scissors. Shears. Because when you get your hair cut, it ain't cut, it's shorn. I like that. I like that. Okay. Chunks after that. Don't help. Baseman's from Edinburgh. Finally, dumbass youth with the speed of speed. Okay. So when did the <laughs> this recording take place? This must have July, been about two years July of ago. 2021. Yeah. So it was sometime after the first gig, right? Yeah. I think probably about a year after the first gig. Yep. And was there gigs in between? Because I know there weren't no fucking pracs. There might have been. There might have been one gig against maybe a couple months. Maybe did we even play maybe the day before the recording? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I think there might have been one more gig, and then we made the record. Then I moved, and then we did three, three or four more gigs this past fall. We did a little string. One of them we opened up for uh, your your boy Tev. Tev Falco, living now in Thailand near Bangkok. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful Damn. man. Beautiful man. I got to be a panther bird for a tour with Larry. So okay. So there was that time in between. And so I wonder if that was weighing on what came out of the studio. Now, the producer was Jason, right? Yes. What kind of producing did he do? I mean, he set up the microphones and, you know, got it so that we were okay with playing together and then just hit record and said, okay. And I'd be like, okay, that that's a take. That sounds like the Rudy Van Gelder method. Yeah, it was just like there, everything was one take, just go, see what happens. And and that was pretty much it. And then It wasn't like, he, go put on this fucking clown suit and then, you know, because we want to get this feel or some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the red nose was firmly affixed to everybody. What about <laughs> big green shoes? Yeah, contact mics stuck on them too. Flower that squirts piss. <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the first hour, April 20. Tomorrow's Ziggy B Day. 2023, yeah. special guest, dumbass youth. Well, two thirds of dumbass youth. Hold tight for hour two. April 20, 2023. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show. The D E A L. Yeah.
confronting an elitist audience with the bloody fucking horror of its complacency and ugliness for and against for and against m-i-n-e mine yeah mine bloody fucking horror that's right that's right that's right that's right that's right
dancing I was not invited back So I thought I'd try to snuggle With resentment and struggle Cause my big brass knuckles Done lost their shine From punching definitely not free unless you're Benjamin Franklin with a kite a string and a skeleton key a stormy sky chock full of static walk away when the only payment option is automatic man you're better off sweating or shivering under a tree hallucinating reality Watt for Pedro Show start off the second hour with Dumbass Youth off their new album. This tune's called the D-E-A-L. All hyphenated people. Itch yourself after that out of Quebec with B, what you be. Yeah, and they use the letter B, right? Okay. Mm. It's kind of like a leash, leash talk, right? Cities and Desire plus Dorothea from Italio Cavino's Visible Cities. This is the Bromley Symphony Orchestra featuring the Underwood Piano Harlequintet. Then Noisuka with True Thought, Dan. And this is what, I mean, if you didn't pick Dumbass Youth, this should have been your band name. Party Nerves. <laughs> with Goose Soup. Yeah, party nerves. That that's a name, man. That's a bad name. But anyway, they got it first, so fuck it. Yeah, party nerves UK or something. Okay, dumbass youth finally with hallucinating reality. Okay, how long did it take in the studio? We did six to eight hours, maybe, and we really. I think we ended up with like eighteen tunes that we picked from. Um, and actually, the three the three songs that are on this record that have acoustic guitar, those were actually recorded just Evan and Steve uh, 
without me. And I added the acoustic layer from my pad here. I had to, there was a microphone problem. So I had to go back to my place and get a different microphone for the amp. There's acoustic on this? (laughs) Yes. You're saying like (laughs) about seven hours to do the whole album to get 18 tunes. Yeah. There was no second day. Right. Jason mixed it. No, Greg Greg Saunier mixed it and, okay, and okay. mastered it. Okay, so Jason was just the idea man, and the the man with the hot hands on the knobs with Greg. He's very good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Big time. you you played with him in Deerhoof. I did, but just set the record straight once and for all. I was never in Deerhoof like an official member of the band. I just helped out when they were going through a rough spot when Rob Bisk was leaving and John Dietrich was joining, I just, I played a handful of shows around the Bay area with them on guitar and some background vocals and maybe bass on one or two, two. you know, just, just helping them out. Cause they were friends of mine and I was a fan and you know, it was just, uh, just helped them out. But I was never like in the band. I never recorded with them or never, you know, toured with them or never, you know, was never officially in the band, just played with them. So kind of yeah. like a Sugui Montaggy. If you say so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think were you in the version that I saw in Wilmington? Nels Klein. Oh, that's two- another thing. Like uh yeah. you saw Seven Year Rabbit Cycle, I believe. Um Well, I know that- some of those guys from or one guy from the band went to make that band. And I me and Kay actually played a dose gig with them at the Smell uh, yeah. for Jim. Yeah, yeah. No, that was Rob Fisk. After he left Deerhoof, he formed a band called That's Seven right. Year Rabbit. That's Club. right. Yeah, I played drums and uh, did vocals a little bit in that band and recorded on the first two records. And then, uh, uh, but they moved around. And then the gig that you saw, I wasn't there. It was like I think Chess Smith was playing drums with him at that point. No, the one I'm talking about was the Deerhoof gig. The one that I know I was Seven Year Rabbit Itch. I actually played on the, I shared the stage with Dose. Oh, shit. Okay. See, one time I was a gig goer, Nels brought me, and this was something called the PCH Club. It was trippy. It didn't last long. It was in Wemos next to Pedro oh. here. Uh-huh. Hello? Okay, you gave me this music, uh, whatever, you know. It's just, I might have witnessed you before I met you, Steve. That was... No, I, I was never... I would have known if you were, like, at a gig that I played. I would okay. have been like, just fucking like what? You know, like... Well, but, for, for, well, do you don't remember that seven-year rabbitage? That that one at the Smell? If you were playing never, drums... Nope, it wasn't me. wasn't me. Okay, it was, it was another version. Else. It was another version. And you know yep, how that pad version. is, man. Me and Kay played up front because... That back room, it's a fucking den, man. A bowling alley. Right. Skate rink. Okay. Look, penciled to be running down the street going woo, woo, woo. Let's listen. This is called penciled in to be running down the street going woo, 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 woo. Streets. 
it's impossible to walk around like a broken lid thinking my hatred of cameras is up there with my loathing of phones. I think all the time that I walk around like a broken lid. I think my hatred of cameras is up there with my loathing of phones. place where it's impossible to approach me like an Alsatian dog. Pat it nicely and it will respond. Show fear and it will bite your hand off. I say where I'm from, it's not possible to deteriorate into negative chaos.
Chasing a fly? No. Let the cat chase the fly. The cat likes chasing the fly. The fly doesn't care. He's probably not going to be caught. And the cat will have something to do for, I don't know, six, seven minutes. Okay? See ya. Watch for Pedro Show. Start that chunk of music off with Dumbass Youth from their uh, debut album. And this tune is called Pencil... In the, to be running down the street going woo woo woo. Then Bill Alves with Ting Click Takata, Adam Trumbo with True Blue, plus Dog Plus with an excerpt of their planners. Finally, Dumbass Youth with Meatless Moniker. Yeah, nobody wants, yeah, Moniker with meat in it, right? Fuck that. Zing. So, uh, now, when it comes to the spiel, that's is it man alone, or do you confer? Is there, is you dreaming by committee? What, Steve? Uh, what do you mean? No, I mean, I don't ask those guys, hey, what should I sing? Or, or, or just or, like a launch pad kind of springboard thing, like, you know, give me a topic or something. No? you fo- nah, it's, it's, it's kind of nah, a foist. Yeah, I just like either they'll play off of me, like I'll just open my notebook to something and just go, just start doing. They'll and they'll do shit. Ah, notebooks. Or they'll do stuff. What's that? Notebooks. So you like you have like uh, yeah a trove of words. Yeah, there are there are a lot of them. But then also I'll go off off script, off script, so to speak, and like you know it might be something somebody's if somebody's looking at me, you know, weird or whatever, I might say something to them or 
you know, a snatch of conversation I heard before might be thrown in, or it could be anything, man. Like, or if, if a thought occurs to me while we're doing, I'll just say that. Okay, I, let me get all fucking matter. specific on your ass. What about fucking, yeah, running down the street, penciled in, woo, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I couldn't even tell you what the words are to that song right now. That was like, like almost three, you know, like two years ago or whatever. I have no clue. Okay, and you didn't listen yeah. to the record again? You remember that band Green on Red? Mm-hmm. That cat used to, like, make up words for every time yeah. they perform. Yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, Mike... Not Chuck Prophet. Chuck Prophet was, I think, the organ player in those days. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the guy's name, but this guy would, like, you know, sing whatever every fucking time was a new tune. Yeah, that's what I like. I like doing that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Steve. I mean, to it me, should be everybody. Steve has like what I would imagine to be like hundreds and hundreds of notebooks filled with word ideas that he goes to, and it's to me, it's like super inspiring. You know, like I, I start to do some word words with songs, not with this band, but you know, the way Steve kind of takes everything that comes his way as possibility for a for uh, whatever piece, for lack of a better term, that's been really inspiring to me. And, you know, it's just, it's nonstop. You're out having a drink. Steve's got the notebook. You're walking down the street. Steve's got the notebook. You're sitting around playing cards. Steve's got the notebook. I mean, it's like, it's a really inspiring thing to me, you know, not to get too into it, but uh, I, I don't think like everybody does that. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people wait around for like the grand idea to strike, which is like, you know, a big right. folly. Well, what yeah, about the dilemma? People, what yeah. about the dilemma of the rapper where there's so many words in every fucking tune, you start repeating yourself? No, nah, you, I mean, you don't have to repeat yourself. You can just keep going, you know. Well, listen to cats like uh, Ice Cube or Rakim and I mean, how the first yeah. records are really happening. And then it starts getting, you know, because yeah. there's just so many. All you need, like, you know on the bass or the guitar, you know, one good lick, and you, that'll work for three or four. You don't have to come up with it every fucking line, you know? That's the dile- yeah. That's the challenge, the dilemma. I, I have a I lot would, of respect I would be for surprised, that. I would be surprised if at any point Steve ever repeats himself. Given all the history of all that kind of stuff, I think Steve would be the guy to never repeat himself. Well, And, and Mike, Mike Watt, you bring up an, an interesting point. Like, you're, you're referencing, I believe, recorded music. And and I didn't even really want to record this stuff. I just wanted them to, to always be live and in the moment and, and changing every time. Because at this point, I kind of think there's nothing. If you want to record, that's cool. But like for me, it's kind of like, well, in my mind, everybody with a phone is kind of simultaneously like, or, you know, record producer, engineer, marketing department, A&R person. Like all they got to do is just like hold it up and record it if they like it and then throw it on the internet. And there it is. And so... At a certain point, I was just like, why the fuck would I bother recording anything anymore? Because you know? Steve at Strat Light wanted you to. Right, right. Okay, that so right. we solved that mystery, huh? We're at the end of <laughs> April 20, 2023 edition. Wap people, so special guest, two-thirds of dumbass youth. Hold tight for hour three. <laughs> April 20, 2023, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
Walk for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour. Dumbass used doing walking man protege with a broken leg. <laughs> Fucking took this one kind of personal. Yeah, what about people? <clears throat> Fuck, that's loud. All men are created equal. That's wishful thinking, right? Mm. Yeah, no skydiving or cartwheels for what? Not yet. Soon. Uh, yeah, soon. So, uh, Steve, for a while there, you were in Texas. Uh, God, I mean, just for like six months. Um, yeah, just for six months. Did oh, I mean, and I- you know what? Actually, Steve, you you worked with our friend Chris Schwab down there doing book auctions or something. He told me. Oh no, that was like back in two thousand seven. Even earlier. That was like a long time ago, yeah. Wow. So did any yeah. of that from the fuck that ancient shit, but this more recent. Did mm-hmm. any of that make the notebooks that made the lyric sheet for dumbass youth album? Uh I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know what what the words are for any of the songs on the record. I mean I've only heard like the speed of speed. Uh, and and the hallucinating reality because those are on Bandcamp, but I listened to those a couple times. I don't know, okay, but I, don't, I mean, may, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> well, do you would you consider stuff in your notebooks like diary entries? No, they're not really diary. It's just in uh, a lot of it. To be clear, it's just like a lot of it's just like stuff that other people say that ticks me, and or like. If I see, if I'm watching a video or somebody, like it could be a comment thread, like, or a text thread, or like somebody says something weird, I'll write it down and then like fuck with it later to, to make it work or just leave it as it is. It could be anything. A lot of this lyrics is like, I don't even really consider myself like a writer really. Cause I'm just like taking, it's almost like I'm taking dictation uh, as the decaying fucked up culture, like talks itself into falling apart, you know, like. <laughs> Like and I'm just taking notes, you know, and like trying to get a laugh out of out of it, and hopefully make people feel like they're not, a, you know, alone or crazy. You know, it's just like, hey, let's let's laugh at all this shit. Pretty much. Documenter. I don't know even about that. It's just like all this stuff is just a gift. You know, it's just like I, I consider it like uh, all the words are just gifts that are like given to me, and I just hear them. And write them down. Like, I mean, anybody could do what I do. It's not. It's it's really easy. It's like, I don't know if so, I asked you that. What about drums? How long you been on drums? Uh, I'm not a drummer. I just play them. But I, it was the first thing I ever played when I was a kid. So I started playing drums when I was like 11 and then switched guitar at around like uh, 13. And this dumbass you, the first time you went back since those days? No, I, I I played drums in 70 Rabbit Cycle. I play drums in a band right now called D.I.M. And I'll play, I'll hop on a drum kit. At, you know, I love playing drums. It's, it's great. It's fun. Well, was this your drums that you used on this recording or did you borrow it? No, those are, those are mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played drums in this band called The Teeth, too, with, uh, with Greg and Aaron Russell and Mio Osaki. I yeah. played some of that. You get yeah, remember? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. You got a another tune here. Kiss Casket. And for some mm-hmm. reason, all rights reserved copyright is part of the title. 
Yeah, I had to like I had to, had to enter into the negotiations with Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley to get that like straightened out. And you know, they drove a hard bargain, but in the end, they saw you know I was I was pure of heart, so they did it. <laughs> talk to Peter, Chris, and Ace Freely. Let's listen. Right. Yeah, this is called a fellatiating level of pandering will automatically get you enlisted in the Kiss Army, and it goes like this. I would rather my dead body be thrown into a dumpster in the back of a 7-Eleven than be buried, yeah, buried in a fucking kiss casket, C-R, C-R, kiss casket. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I say I would rather my dead body be thrown into a dumpster in the back of a 7-Eleven than be buried, yay, buried in a fucking kiss casket. God, that's what I currently 
said, hey now, buddy, hold the phone. I'll hook you up to with the testosterone when you kick that hatred to the curb. Reduce all the teachings to an on one line blurb that can go up against the reality stranglings, the proverb manglings, and the 12-string janglings that go to mention the fact that a man died in Florida while attempting to microwave a microwave. Hellhounds will be my bitches. So I won't think about it. I won't think about how it's best to not think too much about the delusional degree to which one has to be in denial in order to not lose one's mind these days. Okay.
Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Started it off with Kiss Casket. Casket with a K, people. Dumbass youth. And then J.P. Lemke with the uh, Eugene Difficult Music Ensemble. Uh, J.P. Lemke was on the show a couple episodes ago. Interesting uh, composer, musician. What's that fucking noise, man? It's really oh, loud. Yeah. That was me. That was me. Sorry about that. Fucking Ursa. <laughs> okay. What's 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 on the on the fucking skillet for dumbass youth? We're going on tour. When's that come? Uh, in a week. A week from now is the first show. Well, yeah. I don't know when it's going to be here, but. April 27th through May 13th, up and down the East Coast. The whole record comes out April 27th. I-95 yep. tour? A lot of 95. Okay. And uh, can people find out about it somewhere on the internet? I'm glad you asked. They can go to dumbassyouth.com, and they can also go to dumbassyouth.bandcamp.com. Right. D-U-M-B-A-S-S-Y-O-U-T. TH.com, people. Nailed it. Go there and you uh, can find out about this upcoming tour. And uh, it is the debut tour, right? I mean, you've sure. done about five gigs, but that, those were like Knoxville? Yeah, those were all, uh, I think actually all those were in Tennessee, weren't they? So it was like a whole Tennessee yeah. weekend. So yeah, we're, we're leaving the state. Okay, okay. And you're not going that far west, right? It's going to be more east coast? Yeah, furthest west is like uh, I think Knoxville's the furthest west, but we go from Florida up to Maine and Vermont, so everything in between there. So we want to warn people: if they get the album, they ain't going to be hearing the exact same versions. No, no, they probably won't even hear any of the songs that are on the record. Yeah, they probably won't hear any of the words. They probably won't hear any of the same guitar sounds, and they might not hear the same bass sounds either. And so there's probably no set list. I can guarantee there's going to be no set list. And on the album, on the recording, did Evan use stand-up bass? Yes. 100%? 100%, yep, through through amp. Okay. Oh, so was it mic'd in an amp or just a... like? A I think bridge? it was mic'd in a DI from the amp, yeah. A piezo pickup on a bridge or something? Yeah, I think that's his usual. Yeah. Deal. He's not here to tell us. So we well, I know that's go. that's a fucking heart, <laughs> heartbreak of psoriasis. Let me tell you. So uh, you know, bass brother too, letting us down like that. So, but exactly. um, I'm curious. Is that's what he's going to use on the tour? Yeah, I think that's his. I think that's what he only uses: upright bass through the amp, di out. If he's doing bass okay, stuff, that's okay, all okay, okay. If that's the case, what are you touring in? We got a rental minivan. Oh, okay. Because those are pretty big pieces of equipment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll put the seat down. Okay. Toss it in. And Steve's bringing his drum kit? I hope so. Yeah, but it's it's really small. It's just like a bass drum, a floor tom, a snare, and a ride crash. That's it. Yeah, that's what I told Carl Palmer. <laughs> you know, one time I saw... <laughs> My my buddy Tony brought me No, the fucking There's two drum sets One of them like lifted into the air And spun around and shit Yeah And then get this, get this He had a big fucking Get this, he had a big fucking ship bell Over his head with a big rope hanging there And he grabbed it with his teeth 
fucking yeah. be yanking on it. Yeah, it was work in the room. Right. Hey, that, that's what happens when a drummer is an also is also a martial arts expert. You know, you get all like rope and hanging around upside what down. Did you, what was that bad? The bare bottom that cat who was shot walking his dog. Do that, that was not that guy. Ray Davies. Ray Davies got shot walking. No, this man was, was shot to death though. He was a cat from uh, the Nebraska, where he lived up in the city. The Bare Bottom Boys was the name. Of, I can't remember his name, but like the drum, they were all naked except plungers, right? So the drummer had three sticks. <laughs> so maybe I'm got, fucking. Maybe I'm implanting ideas in your fucking skull, Steve. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I'll make sure yeah, to mention right. it while we're on tour uh, with a microphone. Yeah, Mike, right, yeah. let me just sing about a plunger three times three. Uh. You know, I'm See, talking. We got, we got another song. I'm, I'm, am I drawing a picture in your head of that third stick? Okay. <laughs> if you insist, if you insist. Of course, yes. the guy didn't use a fucking throne. <laughs> right, I don't sit down either. Who was, man. Who was that cat in the, stra- <laughs> in, the stra- in the stray cats? What was his name? Right, they had a guy who did. Yeah, Slim. Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Yeah. Or was he the bass man? No? Okay. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, well, I remember I, that their drummer know. didn't use a fucking throne, and neither did this cat. Because how are you going to get that third stick going if you're fucking sitting on your ass? Right. Okay. And you need, if, if you don't have the plunger, you need some tap shoes, too, by the way, and some, some uh, snappers. You think out of this tour, you're going to have what it's going to take to make a second dumbass youth album? It's already recorded. Really? Yeah, I mean, we had it. We had eighteen. Oh, tracks. okay, 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 okay. So yeah. th- th- I thought that was just ephemera. Uh, em- uh, okay, okay, uh, but it's actually the next oh. installment. Okay, that's bitching. So look, when you're ready to put it out, will you guys come back on the show? Maybe all three of you, so we can play it and talk about it. All three, hundred percent. Okay, that's an invite. We're going to etch it in stone right now. Thanks so much. Yes, yes. Safe Thank seas, you. keep that keel in the water. Thanks, brother. Right. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Thank Big you, love. people. It's been the April 2020, 23 edition of Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>